Are you a parent in business that wants to learn digital marketing the right way? So you've got an amazing business and you want to shout it from the rooftops. You want everyone to know about it and you want to generate consistent revenue. You love the idea of your business working for you whilst you are busy making memories with your family. The one thing stopping you is digital marketing. From SEO to blogging, from creating your own digital courses to creating podcasts that parents will love. My Bumped Baby has the solution. We have launched our Digital Marketing Academy and it is designed for parent-focused business owners to grow and scale their business with ease. Our academy can be accessed from anywhere on any device, which means as a busy parent in business, you can learn on the go with our bite-sized straight-to-the-point videos. Join us today by visiting the link below and have seven-day free trial on us to see if the area is right for you. Click the link under this podcast to start benefiting today and access our training right away. We look forward to seeing you in there and teaching you everything you need to know about digital marketing for parent-focused businesses. This podcast is sponsored by My Bump to Baby Family Protection and Legal Directory. To find your nearest advisor or family law solicitor, head over to www.mybumptobaby.com forward slash family protection legal. Do you love the idea of being your own boss? What about saving money on childcare because you can actually work flexibly around your family? My Bump to Baby is rapidly expanding and we are looking for people to run their own pregnancy to preschool hubs in their local area. Full training is provided, ongoing mentor support, Fantastic regular team incentives, a bonus scheme, uncapped commission, review products for free, and review days out too. If you are interested in being the My Bump to Baby Manager for your local area, email us business at mybumptobaby.com. Limited space available. Hello and welcome to My Bump to Baby Expert Podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Today I am joined by the lovely Laura Crawford from Mama Bamboo. Mama Bamboo offers eco-friendly nappies and wipes and today we're going to be talking a bit more about nappy waste, how it affects the environment and how we can make a change today to make a better future for our children. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to the My Bump to Baby Expert podcast and YouTube video. Today, we're recording on YouTube as well. So today, we have the founder of Mama Bamboo, Laura Crawford. Hello, Laura. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on today. No, I'm really looking forward to this subject. Today, we're going to be talking all about eco eco and saving the planet and the and the environment aren't we Laura and you can do this through nappies wipes and obviously that that's a bit about your business so Laura tell us a little bit about Mama Bamboo then. Certainly um so I started Mama Bamboo uh, just after having my two children uh, three years ago now um and really I, I started it because I personally didn't get on very well with reusables at the time or the nappies that were available off the shelf um, and I, I really was looking for an eco option that was sustainably produced um, and friendly to baby skin um, and that didn't leak all the time um, so I uh, in frustration really at what was available I created these bamboo um, compostable nappies um, and it's been a really interesting three years because actually the eco landscape for napping has changed um, even since my two were, were, were little. Um, and there are many more brands available now. Um, the subscription business around nappies ha has really boomed, particularly during the COVID years. Um, and the availability of all-in-one reusables that are actually easier to use than the ones that were available five years ago. Um, so the space has changed immensely and our business has grown within that space. Um, and we now strongly have a, a really good, loyal um, subscription base that, that use our nappies on a regular sort of basis every month, um, which either use exclusively eco-disposables or combinations of eco-disposables and reusables. Um, and it's just been fascinating to see that rather rapid change in consumer behaviour um, to the point that now 20% of all parents are using eco-disposables and reusables, um, which is a, a huge step forward for, for the country. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, we do see these things, don't we, about looking after the environment. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll do a little bit. And then it's like, well, we're still using a lot of parents. That's 80% are still using, you know, nappies, uh, you know, and, and it is still damaging the environment. And our children, it's thinking of our children's future as well, isn't it? Um, it is. And sometimes people don't understand the extent of their impact on the environment. Mm. Um, so one of the, the facts that kind of staggered most people is that the average baby will use 6,000 nappies before they're potty trained. 6,000 nappies. Oh, um, and this leads to, in the UK, 3 billion disposable nappies being used every year. That's um, right. And then when you throw in the wet wipes as well, um, 11 billion wet wipes get used every year and 90% of them are made of plastic with no what's in a nappy like you, you don't sort of look at your nappy and think oh yeah that's that's clearly plastic isn't it you have to really find out the detail that the cover is made of plastic that the liner is plastic the chemicals that go into them 
and your wet wipes are the same. They're a, they're a plastic sheet, um, no less damaging than a, a single-use carrier bag from the supermarket. That's frightening, isn't it? Because they're almost disguised a little bit, and you know, you wouldn't ever think, oh, this is plastic, like you said. It's um, and yeah. it's as damaging. Yeah, and that it's damaging, and that those three billion nappies that go into landfill will sit there for five hundred years because they're plastic, or they'll be incinerated and produce toxic fumes. Um, and the fact that they actually use like one hundred and fifty mils of crude oil per nappy produced, which is a staggering amount actually. Um, and, and that they use chlorine bleach, and that they use latex and PVC, that they've got perfumes and lotions in them that are completely unnecessary. Um, and it just happens to be how the, the nappy industry has developed. Um, but there are alternatives to this. Um, I mean, our nappies don't use all of those plastics or chemicals. And, and there are other brands as well. Um, Kit and Kin and Eco by Nappy are the other two that we often talk about our three brands use mostly plant-based materials um, and we don't use chlorine. We all have either recyclable, easily recyclable or compostable packaging um, and, and they're readily available. It, you don't really have to hunt for them anymore. The, the, the industry has changed. It's very simple to either find them on a supermarket shelf or sign up for the subscription service. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's a big step forward for Perry because I think in the past, whenever we talked about eco-nappies and eco-wipes, everybody's mind goes to Terry Cross squares, a nappy bin in the corner of the, the, the bathroom, sitting there for days, uh, lots of laundering, hot washes, and then, and then stuff hanging around the house drying. But actually, the world has moved on. Um, and an awful lot of parents now do their eco-napping by choosing eco-disposables and modern-day reusable, because even modern-day reusable are not like what our parents had to use mm. a long time ago in my day. Yeah, um, not mine. <laughs> a while back now. Um, the last century, anyway. Um, like the all-in-one nappies that are available, or the two-part nappies with the boosters in them, they're a lot simpler to use than the old terrycloth. And actually, they're a lot easier to launder than the old terrycloth. Um, so I think when we talk about eco-nappying now, people need to kind of get to know what the new options are on the table. Um, and we encourage an awful lot of parents to combi-nappy, which means using both a reusable and an eco-disposable. Um, and we found really that that helps somebody elongate an eco-nappying journey, where maybe if you go purely reusable, it can be a little daunting, especially off the bat, like day one. And a lot of parents will give up or find it too difficult. Um, that's not to say that others don't. You know, I think 60% of parents do actually use purely reusable. So I would get around with more for it. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. But actually, by using a combination of the two, we find that more parents can build this into their lifestyle easily that they can manage a few reusables in the day, eco-disposables at night, uh, reusables when they're at home and it's convenient, eco-disposables when they're out and about or going to grandma's house. Um, and it just, it helps 
parents to actually find a solution that works for their lifestyle because our lifestyles are a, a busy these days and we want to encourage parents to get out with their children go to classes now that they're available again yeah yeah thank goodness you know, yeah finding that kind of combination that works with their lifestyle um and choosing the better quality more natural products that are available yeah, like you said, with com- doing it um, combi, really, it means that, you know, you're actually kind of really helping. No matter, even if it's a small change, you know, it, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? The amount of nappies, like you said, 6,000 before the potty trained, you know, <laughs> even if you can cut that down, you know. Yeah, that's... It's a huge difference, isn't it? So mm. I think particularly what we often say for combi napping is, when your baby is first born, it's all a little bit overwhelming. Um, best to choose an eco-disposable, eco-disposable wipe for the first six weeks. You know, your whole life is just, uh, let's get used to it. Yes. Convenience to you. Also, when a baby is, is newborn, they're very, very small. Obviously, they're the bottoms are tiny. Oh, um, yeah. And an awful lot of the, the modern all-in-one nappies actually have a few big ones. So we often say, so, you know, first it's exclusively eco-disposable. Well done. And then don't go all out like I stupidly did with my child and it all went a bit peak-tongued. Mm-hmm. Um, don't buy 30 reusables straight off the bat. Buy three. Just three. And then on a calm day when you're at home, try the reusable. Three nappies. See how it goes. Wash them, launder them, get yourself a little routine. Continue using the eco-disposable when you're out and about and for the rest of the time and overnight. If you're comfortable, buy another three. Elongate how long you can do that, that routine. And then it will be up to you whether you make the full move and decide to use reusable all of the time or whether you come up with a routine that says, you know what, I like eco-disposables at night, but I don't mind using reusables during the day. Yeah. Or if I've gone on holiday, let's face it, nobody really wants to be doing reusables in a caravan. No. <laughs> you might prefer to use eco-disposables for the whole time. Um, you'll also find sometimes um, childminders and nurses aren't always keen on reusables um, and they prefer you to use a disposable nappy. So a lot of people end up kind of doing a bit of both. Um, and that's really how we sort of elongate someone's eco-journey um, mm. and make it convenient for them. Um, I can certainly remember the early days when I stupidly went out and bought myself 30 reusable nappies off the bat and was, you know, I'm going to be absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah. I can remember crying in the corner on certain days because it was, it was all just a bit too much. Yes. Um, I would have I would have been a lot better off kind of finding my balance. Um, and that's really how we encourage a lot of our clients. Um, and it makes a huge environmental difference. So for every eco-disposable you use instead of a standard disposable, you save 150 mils of crude oil. Um, you save on the chlorine. Um, and the nappy itself can break down. It is... Depends which brand you use, but you could have a compostable one or you can use a recyclable one. Um, and for every reusable one, you're obviously saving on any disposable nappy, which yeah. is, which is 
even better. And the same with white. Like, mm-hmm. if you can use, you know, a reusable, almost a face cloth, perfect. Um, and if you can use a biodegradable or compostable white, that's a huge difference. I think yeah. if anybody ever saw um, War on Plastic on BBC last year, mm-hmm. where they showed the tons and tons of wet wipes, plastic wet wipes, and just thinking mass that will never degrade. It's just going to sit there in landfill forever and a day. So anytime you can make an eco-choice, you are making a huge difference to the environment. Yeah, and like you said as well, if you can do a mixture of both, recyclable as well, you might even find that you save money and do, you know, and and do it that way. So then a bit of a mix is is another way that you can kind of do it as well. And I think, one of the things that sometimes puts people off using reusables is this idea that you've got to shell out for 30 or 40 nappies on day one, which is quite expensive. You know, it, it runs to a few hundred pounds before you've even tried it. Mm. Um, it is a lot better to buy three. You know, that's probably only going to cost you 20 or 30 pounds. Yeah. And give it a go. And then and then you can build up to it. So you don't have to you don't have to invest so much before you've really given it a try. And equally with the eco disposable nappies, once you've tried sort of a pack of them and, and got you know familiar with which brand you want to use, I think nearly all the eco disposable nappies use a, a quite a, a heavy discount for anyone that subscribes. So if, if you're on our site on Mum and Bamboo, we offer a 20% discount if you subscribe, which actually makes the nappies quite affordable. Whereas I think a lot of people assume. If I'm going to go eco, it's going to cost me an arm and a leg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just kind of looking out for those things. And we've tried your nappies. We've done quite a few on, reviews on your nappies, and they're fantastic. Really, really, really good. Um, and I do think it will make a huge difference because there's a lot of more people definitely looking at these programs and stuff on TV and thinking, oh my goodness, like, and if everyone just made a small change, it would make such a huge difference, wouldn't it? it and I think sometimes people are slightly put off by what I call green washing out there. They almost they feel like they're going to get sold a lie or a con um, and, and they're a bit nervous because actually there's, there's such a lot of information out there and some of it is strictly true and some of it is more questionable um, and, and they can just find it a bit confusing, like they don't know which one to choose. Um, on our website actually, if anybody wants to go and have a look, there is a blog that compares all the different eco nappy brands um, and we break it down into what's in the cover, what's in the liner, how much chlorine is used, what the packaging is and how easy it is to recycle or compost it, what the certifications mean on all of the nappies um, and what that company is doing in terms of ethical and sustainable business practices. Um, and that's actually a really useful um, blog to have a little read of. Equally, yeah. um, it can go to like the good shopping guide or the ethical consumer um, who have done all of these tasks and, and have, you know, rated and, and ranked all of the various nappy companies to say, actually, when somebody says it's an eco-nappy, and, and people kind of question that, well, what is an eco-nappy? Um, that really helps to break it down and say, actually, so our nappies have 100% plant-based covers. 
um, and 100% compostable liners in them. Um, equally, Eco by Nappy and Kit and Kin, as I say, they're 100%. Some of the other eco brands can be as little as 15% natural vapor material in their covers, um, which means they try to be plastic. Um, and they may not have a compostable or recyclable liner. It, mm. It's just polyethylene. Um, so it, it, it helps to kind of break down some of those myths and, and people feel more confident in their choices. Yeah. Um, and that, that's really what's going through Parliament at the moment. So there is an environmental bill that's been going through Parliament now for two years that is calling on all nappy brands to state clearly on their packaging the full list of ingredients. No greenwashing. You have to say exactly what you use in what percentage. Brilliant. Yeah. We support that 100% because people have to have confidence. Well, you don't know what's on your child's... You want to know what's touching your child's skin, don't you? You want to know what... You know. You really do. And it does make a huge difference to a child's Mm. skin. Um, So Pampers themselves did a report when they released Pampers Pure. Um, and the, the conclusion of the report, it was about sensitivity in nappy rack. The conclusion of the report was by not using chlorine and by having, in their case, 20% cotton in the covers, it reduced sensitivity in nappy rash um, in, in the test population of babies. Um, and we find anecdotally a lot of people come to us to say, actually, using bamboo has reduced the nappy rash in our children. When wow. they use something nappy rash comes back in five minutes, I swap to yours, it's gone again in two days. Um, and that is the difference. So you are, if you are using a normal nappy, you are wrapping your child up in plastic. Mm. It's plastic. Yeah. And adding the bacteria that obviously comes from we and poo, mm. and you've got a perfect breeding ground for, for bacteria um, which is going to cause nappy rash and skin irritation. Mm. You're trapping in all that heat, I mean, in this weather. Oh, that is not nice. Um, whereas, like, our nappies are breathable. So by having natural materials on the nappy, by having a breathable liner, you're not trapping all that heat in Yeah. And bamboo itself is naturally antibacterial. So that also helps to be natural. That's excellent. That's really useful. Now we've got some questions. I know we've been talking a lot, haven't we? But it's I might have covered some of them, but I'm going to ask you them anyway, just so in case we've missed anything. Um, so bear with me a second. I'm just going to get these up now. Where are we? Okay. So Laura, if you can answer then, why should parents go green? I think probably the first thing is the understanding that a a normal nappy is made of plastic. Yeah. And a normal is made of plastic. It doesn't look like plastic, but it is. Mm. Um, It's also made with chemicals like chlorine. Um, A lot of them have adhesives and dyes in which aren't vegan certified. Um, And some nappies even have perfumes and lotions, which are just completely unnecessary for a baby yeah you just don't what you are you really no. you know that's that plastic um and then really check the ingredients on those wet wipes some of the ingredients are um endocrine disruptors which actually affect a baby's hormones and the baby's skin is so much more porous than ours 
it's so much more sensitive. Um, so you really don't want to use them on your baby. Um, and you really don't want all that plastic and all that right. chemicals uh, in, in your baby's natural changing routine. Um, wow. And it's just that staggering fact, I think, that babies get through 6,000 nappies in the first couple of years of life um, and around 12,000 to 18,000 wet wipes. Wow. Um, you just don't want to be contributing that to the environment. Absolutely. I know. I think we have covered that point, but I do think it's important to to stress around that because it is, like we said just before, it does make a huge difference, even making a small change, um, like we've said. So so I think we've covered this as well, Laura. Um, But what are the different eco options and what does eco, when does eco really mean eco? Eco disposable. Um, and there are a variety of brands available, um, and it's worth doing your research to find out actually what are the ingredients within those eco disposables. Um, and there are all-in-one or pocket nappies um, that are the reusable options. Um, and most parents that go down the eco route use a combination of the two. Um, they they want the convenience of the disposable or the high performance over night times, etc. And they might use a reusable when they're at home or it's convenient um, within their own routine. The eco-disposables, as I say, there is quite a a range of eco-disposables available. And they range from 100% plant-based down to around kind of 10 to 15% plant-based. But they will all, but none of them have latex or PVC in them. None of the eco-disposables will use perfumes or lotions, um, and they will all have a, a, a percentage of plant-based material in, in their design. Um, and the eco-disposable brands all tend to be higher on the ethical consumer ratings, um, and they will have done things like carbon neutralising. Um, so they're, they're sort of the, the better option to the standard nappy. Yeah. It's worth doing your research and finding out like exactly what goes into those. There are eco-disposable wet wipes available. Um, and, and these are basically, they function exactly the same as a normal wet wipe, but they'll compost down. They're made 100% of a plant-based material. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are the reusable versions, as I say. Um, they, they usually, most of them these days, are the all-in-one version that then has a, a little booster paddy locked inside a little pocket. Um, and they're often cotton or bamboo, those boosters. Can I ask um, around those, actually? Because a question I've got, only because I've never really used those, um, is how does it work in terms of, do, do you change it every time your baby has a wee? Or, like, is it... And what happens after an explosion, basically? Like, how how do you, what's the best way to tackle that? Because I think that's probably a thing that parents, you know, they get the nappy. The great thing, like, about your nappies as well is you can just be like, right, see you later. That's out the window. But how, not out the window, literally, by the way. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely not. But what, what would you do in that circumstance? Yeah. So if you're using a, a reusable, um, if baby has a, a little wee, it's probably okay for a little while. So if you've got your booster pad in there, it can soak that away from the baby's skin. Um, they're not as good at soaking it away from baby's skin and absorbing it as 
and eco-disposable um, mm-hmm. because they don't have kind of the same makeup in, in their materials. Yeah. But it can pull it away and you're fine with them. After a while, though, you'll notice it's starting to get a little bit full and, and baby skin might be a bit damp, but whip it off. Yeah. Um, if it is, as we describe, a punami, which <laughs> is um, a full-on explosion, um, the best thing to do is, is take it off. I mean, ASAP, get it away from your baby's skin because no matter what you're using, you do not want that sitting on your baby's skin. Mm. That is bacteria-loaded and it's going to cause a problem. Get it away. If it is a reusable... If you can, kind of tip as much as you can down the loo. Oh, you know, yes. Good thing. Loo, like an adult mess would go, and then it'll go through the water system. Um, if it's solid, when they're a little bit older and they started weaning, solid, you can kind of just push it off. And yeah. Go. Down. Yeah. Um, they're little, and you've got that, what I used to call the, the seedy mustard stuff that was a bit more smeared. Try and tip as much down. You can then, and the way I used to do it was have a jug of water and you sort of use a jug of water from the sink and kind of rinse a little bit to mm-hmm. get as much off as possible. Yeah, yeah. Don't do what my mother did once, which was then take the nappy and run it under my uh, sink in the bathroom, um, which then meant it was all around the sink. Yes. Um, it's yeah. a lot nicer, you can flush it down. Yeah. yeah, just have a bathroom and just give it a quick rinse. And once it's once it's sort of reasonably clean, you can just pop that in your nappy bin. So you'll have a, a, a reasonable size wet bucket, um, usually with a good a good lid on it. Um, and then just pop that in there. Um, it can be in either cold water for a little while, um, some pop them in dry. It's really your choice. Um, at least every two days. But ideally, every two days, do a wash. Use an eco-detergent. They used to say use a 90-degree wash. You don't need to use a 90-degree wash. Right. You could get away with a 40-degree wash. Mm -hmm. Um, Some prefer 60. You know, no choice. You could get away with a 40-degree wash. Mm -hmm. Um, Make sure it's a a long wash. So not not the short ones that we often use in the day. I know I do an awful lot of wine washing at like 55 yeah. minutes. Use a full two hour or three hour, whatever your washing machine is set to. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure it, it runs through. Um, get them nice and clean. Line dry where possible. I mean, in this weather. Oh, yes. And, and you'll be done in like a couple of hours. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, obviously, in the winter, that's a little bit harder. Tumble dryer use negates all the environmental benefits. And in a lot of cases, can actually damage the material. Right. So these, these new nappies, instead of the terry cloth, these new kind of oily ones often have a PUL waterproof cover on them. Um, and that is damaged by using this tumble dryer. So you'll shorten the life of your nappy. So mm. do try and line, line dry as often as possible. Um, and in the winter, and it's very tempting to line dry them over your radiator, don't do that. No. Um, actually, the heat coming up on the radiator can also damage them. So away from the radiator. Just on a maiden um, or something like that. Yeah, just on a maiden, just pinned up, you know. And I know it's it's hard if you're living in a flat or you don't have access to a washing machine. That can that can make it trickier. Um, but as I say, if you combi nappy, it, it won't be so overwhelming. Yes. Um, and then the only last thing really to be aware of is 
probably about once a month or so, you might consider doing what we call an ammonia wash of your nappies, um, or a, I think it's also referred to as a strip wash. Um, and it will depend on how often they've been used um, and, and the treatment of them. But just occasionally, you might find that you get a slight smell of ammonia in them. It, it's coming from the baby's wee. Um, and eventually that can build up and cause a little bit of nappy rash. But actually, a quick strip wash and you're good to go again. Great. So it's not that it's not that hard. And I know there is a there is a labour involved in, in this extra washing. As I say, if you if you combi nappy and, and just build your way into reusable, mm. you'll find that you, you've got such a routine that it just kind of fits in with your weekly routine yeah and one of the things that we often say to parents is give yourself a break so if baby is teething if they it's been a really disturbed week mm. for one reason or another you, you and you don't get to do it anymore but you know you've been on holiday and baby's bit jet lag no no that's been taken as well <laughs> yeah can't have that anymore <laughs> if it's been you know a tricky couple of nights or a tricky week Give yourself a break. Yeah. Use the disposables for, for the whole time, for a day or two. Mm. So you avoid the, the washing. Take a deep breath and give it another day. Yeah, that's why it's great to have both options, isn't it, really? Um I mean, yeah, I, th- I think that, th- and then you're just working out what works for you. It might be in the afternoons that it makes sense to just use the reusable ones or, you know, but like you said, it's, and then you've got both options. It's like, right, I'm busy these next two days. I'm just going to do this option. And yeah, I really like that idea. That's really, really good. I've never yeah. thought of it like that before, to be honest. Yeah, I think too often these, um, we get stuck on, on, on the 100% ideal Mm. Like, oh, we've got to 100% reusable, yeah. there's no option, or we've got to 100% breastfeeding. If I dare to give them one bottle, you know, like, oh, no. yeah, that's what you feel like, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's fine. Use combination, work out a routine that works for you, and just give yourself a break. Like, it's not supposed to be a difficult time, or certainly, nappies aren't supposed to add to the difficult time that you're already having. Yes. No, you're right. Yeah, exactly. No, that's 100% right. So I know it's stressful enough as a parent, isn't it? You know, you've got that much going on. I think, um, yeah, it's just a case of by combi napping, it just takes away that stress of of doing just one yeah. thing. And so that, on the back for every eco disposable you use and every you reusable you use, give us a pat on the back and say, hey, I did not use a plastic one. Well, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's brilliant. So um, why does Mama Bamboo then use, choose, should I say, bamboo? Um, so we chose bamboo. So I looked at all of the materials that were available and, and what I could switch out some of the materials for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had basically that the two options on the table for me were an organic cotton yes. or a bamboo. Um, um, organic cotton is a much better material than normal cotton because you're not using fertilizers and pesticides, but you are still using an awful lot of water. So uh, cotton is a very, very thirsty crop. Um, And actually there are areas in the world that have been almost drained in order to irrigate cotton fields. Wow. Um, It's one of those, 
although well, organic is, is much, much better for the environment, um, mm. it's not perfect. Yeah. Nothing is perfect. But no. um, bamboo is not that is not that thirsty. So bamboo does not require um, false irrigation. Uh, it grows organically with no fertilizers or pesticides. You also, by using what we use is um, FSC certified bamboo, so Forage Stewardship Council certified. Um, we know that the bamboo is sustainably harvested. If you harvest a bamboo forest, you don't cut down the whole forest. You actually only take down about a third of the forest at any one time, which encourages light into the forest floor and encourages regeneration. Oh, yeah. So it's not like trees or cotton. You're not actually cutting the whole plant down. Mm. Um, bamboo grows immensely fast. During its growing season, you can almost watch it growing. Wow. It 13 centimetres in an hour. It's incredible. Oh, my goodness. If anybody's planted bamboo in their garden, um, you probably think you've made a mistake because it just grows. It grows like a weed and it takes it over. Um, you really have to kind of cut it down and restrict it unless you do want a bamboo forest in your garden. Mm. So those were the sort of environmental reasons why we wanted to use bamboo. And then there were the reasons that actually it was better for babies by wow. being so breathable and being naturally antibacterial. Um, it was helping with that nappy rash. Um, and that was really why we, we chose bamboo. We always kind of want to balance out that it's better for the environment, but it's also better for baby. Yeah. We have to balance every time. Um, and that's, that's why we chose the bamboo. Um, and actually, it, it has been commonly used in Southeast Asia for nappies and baby products. So oh, wow. Be- That's amazing. Right. We haven't used it here because obviously bamboo is not grown in the UK. No, of course. Yeah, exactly. So so how um, how does using plant-based materials help avoid nappy rash? Now, I think we've covered this because of the other things that are in plastic nappies. But is there anything else that you could add to that? or? Go over again. I think it's really about the fact that if you're using a plastic nappy, A, you've got all the chemicals tied in there as well. But plastic traps heat, it traps bacteria, it leads to huge bacteria growth in, mm. in a nappy area, which can lead to nappy rash. It's not at all breathable. Um, mm. If, as a, as a lady, if you've ever used a, a sanitary pad overnight, you know, in, in your knickers, um, and it's been a bit hot. Oh. You know it's not that comfortable. Oh, um, no. um, now, a baby is wrapped up in that plastic 24-7 for two years. That's a, that's a long time. Oh, it's so it just makes me itchy, the thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Ooh, oh, no. Wow. <laughs> Here, the society's coming. Um, but it's the same for a, a baby. Like, that's not comfortable wrapping up in plastic. No. Um, and it was actually shown um, in 2008, 2009, when we had the um, economic collapse. Mm. And a lot of parents switched for supermarket brands and slightly cheaper versions of nappies. As those sales rose, so did the sales of nappy cream. Oh, really? Wow. Goodness. Yeah. And we know that um, adults will happily pay 50, 60 
actually £70 for bamboo um, sportswear and bamboo socks. Mm. Because we know that natural materials are better for our skin and they help us breathe. Yeah. Lots, of, um, lots, lots of ladies will buy their husbands bamboo socks because it helps not let their feet snap. Oh, right. Oh, well, that's a good tip. I'll add that yeah. to the Christmas list. Yeah. <laughs> No, that, that's really useful. With, with the, the eco wipes, I know we haven't really touched on those. Um, how, how does eco wipes help, you know, avoid allergens and protect delicate skin? So um, by using a, a natural material, obviously you're, you're improving your environmental um, mm-hmm. impact rather than using a plastic wipe. Yeah. But also the likelihood is if you've chosen one of the biodegradable or eco wipes, it will avoid the allergens that are in an awful lot of wet wipes. Um, some of the wet wipes on the market today that are marketed as baby wipes and even sensitive baby wipes um, will include some pretty horrible ingredients um, that have been proven to be endocrine disruptors. Endocrine disruptors means that it can actually affect the baby's hormones. Um, and you just you don't want to be using that on the baby. No. Um, some of them even include some materials that are um, formaldehyde-releasing. And again, you don't want that near a baby's skin. A baby's skin is so much thinner than our skin. Mm-hmm. It soaks up the chemicals that are on it um, so much more than, than, than an adult skin. Um, and it is just more sensitive at that stage. I mean, when they're really, really little, they used to say, just use cotton wool and water. Yes. Um, actually, there's been quite a lot of studies done to say using a wet wipe is better because you actually you don't pull on the skin as much. It mm. slides over the skin better, which is which is excellent. Um, but you do have to be careful about what's involved in that cleansing solution. Yeah. Um, so I think usually use by using an eco one. The companies are more ethical and they will have avoided an awful lot of the allergens that, that have been in previous wet mm-hmm. wipes. But it's always worth checking. Yeah. On the back. What I found with your wipes, actually, is they're so strong. So instead of having to use... Um, a previous make, um, when I'd have to get like four, I could only needed to use one, um, yeah. you know, yeah. and it was literally, and it's strong, so it kind of pulls everything away. Um, and and that, that makes a big difference because you actually save money then as well. You can start to look at it that way. Um, and the bamboo makes them strong. So, yeah, some of the eco wipes that are available are kind of a, a paper-based one, sort of paper mm-hmm. pulp. They, they can tear a little more often, um, whereas the bamboo is strong. I mean, bamboo is incredible. Thing. It can be used to make softest babies, nappies, and, and clothing. It can equally be used to make hardwood floors. Wow, that's crazy. Bamboo is an immense material. Um, so, yeah, they are they are stronger. And what I, I love about our life is we sometimes have people say to us, I can't get my mascara off with them. And I'm like, Good, good. I don't want you to be able to get waterproof mascara off with the same wipe you put on your baby's skin. Yeah. You need to get waterproof mascara off. Yeah. So I like the fact that people say, but they're really rubbish on my my waterproof. And I'm like, yeah. 
yeah good yeah that's a, that's a really good point actually gosh yeah so so laura then can you tell us a bit about where people can find you and what options you've got available at mama bamboo for parents that are looking to go more eco-friendly yeah certainly um so to find us, uh, if the easiest place to find us is on our own website, which is mamabamboo.com. I'll put that um, link in the notes to this podcast as well. Perfect. Um, and um, we are also available on Amazon and Ocado. Uh, so you can get us with your weekly shopping. If oh, you're wow. Um, and we always kind of advise, if, once, you're, once you've tested it, wherever you first get your first pack on, if you come to us and get your subscription, you get that 20% off, which is you know, a big bonus, um, which is perfect for you. Um, and the options vary from, you can either get a little sample of two, uh, which is the sample is free, you just pay for postage, and that'll give you like a little pack with, with just two nappies in them. Oh, in fact, I've got one there. Just two new packs with two nappies in. Um, so you can sort of test them for quality. However, we do advise if you want to do a, a trial, to buy a trial bundle, which is a full-size pack of nappies and a full-size pack of white, because that gives you three or four days worth to test. And really, you want to test them day, night. Um, you want to see whether actually they, they do contain a, a tsunami, um, yeah. whether they contain a really, a, a really heavy, wetting night. Mm. Um, and that, that just gives you a little longer. And particularly with wet wipes, Quite often, you'll find the build-up of a wet wipe takes a couple of days. So if you make a quick switch and choose a cheaper wipe for the first hour or two, you probably won't notice anything. But after three days, your baby's skin's going red or maybe it's starting to blister. It takes a while to build up. Mm. So we do tend to push people get the trial bundle and test those out for a good three or four days. Mm. And with the confident, you, once you have us for four days, be, ha- be handy for an adult size, really. Yeah. <laughs> Not have to go to the bathroom, just sit in them all day. They are comfy. I, they are really comfy. Well, I haven't worn them, sorry. George did, but I did know it's a huge difference. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, we only go to a size six in the pull-up. Um, we'll work on an adult size one. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. No, honestly, that sounds like I just sit here and wee myself. Just to be clear, I, I don't. Uh, but, but, yeah, no, that's great, Laura. It's been really interesting um, speaking to you about all this because I do think it's, you know, it's, there's not enough information out there sometimes and it's quite hard to understand when you don't really know what it means do you know what I mean because sometimes you can be reading about it and you think what what does that mean and it's just a case of kind of simplifying it all and explaining it as a whole which I think you've done a really good job of doing and I think that's absolutely it I think it can feel quite overwhelming and I know a lot of parents probably start their research during sort of their second or third trimester when they've got time but an awful lot of parents start to think about this you know three months in um and that it's a little overwhelming as it is, and actually finding the, the headspace to break through all the academic arguments um, and, and do all the research on all the various options out there, and then start to use the ones that work for you. That's a lot of extra work to be doing at a time where it really you're still focusing on how many weeds have they done a day, how how many ounces have they taken of this milk, have they had their nap. 
actually it can be really overwhelming in the early days. It can. And another thing parents can do, which we we actually did with George, is we started kind of buying things from the second trimester and just buying the nappies ready, you know, and kind of stocking up almost. So then you've got that time and you've got, you know, quite a lot there um, ready to get you started, really. We get an awful lot of actually um, grandparents will sign up for our subscriptions before the baby's born. Oh, I love that. They've got time and they're doing the research and a lot of a lot of grandmothers will say to us, like, I didn't want my daughter or daughter-in-law to do the pure terry cloth because I remember how hard that was when I did it. So I'm signing her up. I've done my research. I think yours is the best one, the eco one. We're, we're going to give it to them as a gift. And actually, it's a brilliant grandparent gift. Yeah. Um, so a lot of grandparents will focus on the pram or the cot. Yeah. Um, equally, the, the nappies, it's a big household expenditure for that first couple of years. Um, so, yeah, if, uh, if there's any loving grandparents out there, it's yes. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. I do see I do see the benefits there, especially for even second time, third time parents that actually have the other the other stuff already. They don't really need anything. And it's like, well, get me the nappies, you know, because it does add, it does add. I've already got a cop. I've already got a tent on the clothing. Grandma, you want to buy me gifts? Yeah. Nappies and wipes, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's great well Laura thank you so much for coming on today anyway and talking to us I really appreciate it thank you so much for having me it's no, lovely. no problem thank you thank you for listening to my bump to babies expert podcast if you would like to find help and support from experts in your local area head over to www mybumptobaby.com and you will also be able to find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes, businesses and services in your local area. Wondering what's on in your local area? Come and join our weekly newsletter where we share the classes and groups that are on in your local area. From pregnancy to preschool, we have you covered. Click the link below this podcast to receive your newsletter each week, every Sunday, so you know what's on and you can plan your week ahead.